The Chef Naz Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, a podcast by Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ. We're expecting great things. My name's Joey. I get to be the host of this podcast, and today I'm once again joined by Pastor Rob Paul, the lead pastor here at Shepherd. And we are this week going through the armor of God. This past Sunday, Rob preached a sermon on the armor of God from the book of Ephesians, and we're walking through each piece of armor and what it, how it applies to your life and to my life. In Ephesians 6, Paul tells us about the armor of God. This is what it says, starting in verse 10. It says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Today, we're going to be focusing on the shield of faith. And it's important to remember that Paul is using a word picture that is from a Roman soldier, which would be very common to the people that he is writing to, that would understand. And, and the Roman soldier carried two different kinds of shields. Yep. The first was a small disc that was used only really for public ceremonies or parades. And the mm-hmm. second one... Like Captain America. Yeah, yeah. And the second one would be a shield that was wide in width and long in length, like a door, large enough to protect every part of the soldier. So this is a big this is a big piece of armor, usually made of metal, wood, and layered with leather and soaked in water. And we'll talk about why. Um, and that's the shield that he's talking about in Ephesians six sixteen. So yep. with that being said, what does that translate to for the life of a Christian? And when we're talking about we're not it's not against flesh and blood. Yeah, we're not carrying a shield around in case somebody wants to you know throw down. Yep. What does it look like? Well, for Obviously, a, a Roman soldier is going to be involved in battle and warfare, and so the shield was what he would use to deflect the enemy's um, mm-hmm. arrows or stones or swords or hatchets or whatever that was coming at him. You said something about it being like a door. It's actually the the root word for the the word shield is uh, it's thero thurios, uh, which is also a word used by Greeks the door. So it's big. It's big enough for a Roman soldier yeah. to put get on his knee and kind of hunch behind, and it would it would cover his whole entire yeah. body. So it was a big deal. These things also had hooks on them, and they could stand next to each other and hook them together and, and literally become line, like a, a wall, wall. Mm-hmm. and then they could hook them on top of each other as well to protect them from arrows that might be coming from far away that would be raining down on top of them. So this was a really uh, interesting piece of armor that the Roman soldiers would use. And again, it was a protective piece of armor. It was designed to protect them from the enemies uh, as well and all the things that they would have, clubs, spears, slingshots, stones, swords, those kinds of mm-hmm. things, uh, arrows, all that kind of stuff. One of the things that's interesting is that in you know, like we have different weapons today, and they always were coming up with really kind of interesting weapons. They would they would take the arrows and and they would uh, the enemy would dip them in tar 
and set them on fire before they were shot. Mm -hmm. And then the tar, of course, would keep it burning while it was flying through the air. But then when the arrow would hit something, the tar would splatter and it would catch on something as Mm -hmm. the fire would as well. Yeah. So it would, um, it would get on the soldiers and burn them as well. Um, And so it was, it was, there was, the shield was a very, very important piece of uh, armor. As you said, the shield was made of metal, wood, and, and layered leather. Um, and it, again, had a thing where it could connect to the belt. We talked right. about we the talked belt about of truth on, on Monday. because it would be heavy. Uh, and then, the, so, yeah. so it had wood and metal and then leather. Uh, and again, thinking about something that's similar to a door, it's a big, it's a big heavy piece of equipment. And then on top of that, uh, they would take the leather Soak it. And they would, yeah. Well, first of all, they would rub oil on it to mm-hmm. keep it soft so it wouldn't get dry and brittle okay, and crack. Mm-hmm. And then they would also soak it in water, and it would be completely saturated before they would go into battle so that it would it would put out the arrows, uh, the flaming arrows or whatever. Um, there were there were usually like six layers uh, of leather on that because the, the arrow had to penetrate in order to, for it to be put out. Um, so it was a big, it was a big old honking piece of, uh, of equipment mm-hmm. um, as, as well. The first Tuesday of each month, we meet for prayer in a service we call Ignite. The next Ignite is June 6 at 6.30 p.m. Join us to seek God's guidance for our church, our community, our country, and our families. Life is busy. Every day we ask questions like, what's happening today? What should I wear? How am I going to fit everything in? But then there are bigger questions like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Where am I heading? Is there more to life than this? These are some of life's big questions, but there's rarely enough time to think them through. That's why Alpha exists. Alpha is a place to explore life's big questions in a safe and open environment. It's a series of sessions where anyone can share their thoughts and opinions and ask questions without feeling judged. When you come to an Alpha, you'll notice that first, there's food. Whether it's a full meal or a light snack, this is the time to get to know each other in a casual setting. Next, you'll watch an Alpha talk. The talks are created to engage and spark conversation. They explore big issues around faith from a Christian perspective. After the talk is a time for discussion. This is the most essential part of any Alpha. It allows everyone to share their own opinions on the ideas presented in the talks. It's a time for people with different thoughts, beliefs, and experiences to ask honest questions and have open conversation. Every week, there are guests coming for the first time to an Alpha in their community. Alpha is for everyone, regardless of background or beliefs. There's no pressure, no follow-up, and it's completely free to attend. Come and explore life's big questions. Find an Alpha near you today. The next Alpha meeting at Shepherd is this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. So Paul says, um, he says, listen, we're involved in a spiritual war. Verse 12, he says, we're in a struggle, right? Um, and in this war, the enemy that we are fighting is, is firing flaming arrows. He says, um, he says, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And, and based on Paul's use of this word, he's, he's talking about the enemy is shooting arrows at us that explode when they, when they, get, when they make contact. And what he's really talking about 
is that these flaming arrows come at us from the enemy in the form of attacks against our mind, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's the enemy trying to say, uh, trying to attack us. And we talked about this, I think, every day so far, that the, the attacks that the enemy makes on us are not physically most of the time. He can do that, but they mm -hmm. are mostly mental, or he's coming yeah. against our mind, coming against our identity, coming against things that we believe mm -hmm. about God. Our heart, our yeah. mind. Mm -hmm. And you can really kind of uh, categorize the attacks that the enemy makes on us, and one of them is attacks that the enemy makes us question the identity or the character of God. And we see all the way back in Genesis chapter 3 in the Garden of Eden, where, where Satan used this strategy when God said to Adam and Eve, don't eat you know, from the fruit of this tree. And the first thing Satan comes in and says, did God really say that? So he's like questioning the character and the identity of God. Like, did God really do these kinds of things? And this is how he does it. And he did it when Jesus was being tempted in, in, the, in the wilderness. He said, if you're the son of God, you know, if, he's planting these doubts, right? And this is how the devil does it. He comes, he comes at us when something happens in our life that's really unfortunate that can cause us to question things like maybe the death of a loved one or tragedy or sickness or we have a broken relationship yeah. or we lose our job or any number of things that can that we would consider negative. Satan fires this arrow into our mind and he says, God really doesn't love you. Mm. If he did love you, then, then why did he let blank happen to you? Or God isn't really good. If he was good, then he wouldn't have let blank happen to you. Or God isn't all powerful. If he was, why didn't he stop blank from happening to you? And he shoots these arrows at us, and we need to be able to know in our mind the truth of God's word to hold up the, the shield of faith to say, that's not true, and to mm -hmm. extinguish those things. The other way it comes is he, he, he makes us question our identity in Christ. And I'll just put in a plug for this. In a, in a couple of weeks, or maybe even beginning next week, we're going to start a new podcast series, uh, and we're going to be talking about our identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so important for us to know and understand. We're going to actually go through everything every single one of the 33 identity changes that occur in a person's life when they become a Christian. And we're going to talk about each one of those. And, uh, but, but this is what Satan does. He, he attacks our identity. Um, and so he'll make us think that, you know, this isn't who we really are. Isn't, isn't what, who we are. And he makes us question those kinds of things. He plants yeah. questions in our heads and makes us question the, every one of those traits. Um, and so uh, he'll plant doubts that might say, like, God isn't, is God really real? Or can I really trust the Bible? Or is the gospel for real? real <laughs> rear, uh, or or am, <laughs> I, right. am I really saved or whatever? And so he does that. Uh, and then sometimes he just flat out comes right against us, right? And creates this overwhelming desire to sin. And so mm -hmm. what happens is these are, these are flaming arrows. And almost every flaming arrow that the enemy sends at us is a lie of some kind designed to explode on impact. And when we believe any of these lies, it ignites a fire that has the potential to destroy our relationship with God. So the shield of faith is important because it helps us to extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, so here's what's true. If every flaming arrow that the enemy shoots is a, is a lie, that, then it can also be extinguished with the truth from God's word. So Paul says in Ephesians 6.16, he says, Use the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil mm -hmm. one. So when we use our shield of faith, we're literally extinguishing every lie the enemy puts at us. There is no lie, no accusation that the enemy can use against us that God's word doesn't address. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important that we know that. We also can extend the shield of faith by knowing and declaring God's character. Okay. So when the enemy comes and says, God isn't this or God isn't that, we 
We literally extend the shield of faith by saying, no, this is who God is. I know who God is. And that's why it's so important that we learn and know and understand the names of God. He'll also come at us and question the the promises that God has given us. Like, God, God, did, did he really say that? Did he really mean those kinds of things? And standing on the promises is very, very important, right? Um, and so we've got to make sure that we know and understand the promises of God. Um, and so... Again, it all boils down to using the shield of faith and trusting what God has said to us in his word. If I trust what God Mm -hmm. has said to us in his word, then I don't believe the lies that the enemy shoots at me. So it's important. It's interesting. I mean, we we talked about it on Monday and really each day so far that the belt of truth is so vitally important that it literally has a place for for the shield to rest. Yep. And it's the truth of God's word. I mean, if you even take it one step further, that if if it's the word of God that helps us to extinguish those, it's it's being saturated, yeah. right? The shield is the shield is saturated so that when those flaming arrows come, it puts them out. We should be saturated in God's yeah. word. Yep. Well, what you're saying is interesting because you know the Roman so the Roman would take his his shield, the leather, and he would he would literally put oil on it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and you probably know this in scripture, oil is a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And and where do we deepen our relationship with the Holy Spirit? Through the word of God, yeah. right? Uh, another, another place is that in scripture, water is used as a metaphor for God's word. So the Roman soldier would soak that leather in water. And again, it was the water that would put out the flaming yeah. arrows, which again, if water is a metaphor for the word of God, it's the word of God that, that puts it out. So yeah. literally... When a Christian's faith is saturated in God's word, we can extinguish every flaming arrow. We First, we recognize it as a lie, and second of all, the truth extinguishes it. So it's so important that we, we make sure that we're immersed in the word of God uh, on a regular basis and, and can recognize the lies and then extinguish the lies, and we do that with the shield of faith. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's awesome. Hope, we hope that you're enjoying this 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 week as we're going through each uh, piece of the uh, armor of God. We've got we've got two more left, so you're going to want to be a part of that. It's going to wrap it up for our, our episode today. Uh, we encourage you to go back if you didn't get to hear the last two episodes. You'll want to do that. If you want to know more about what's happening here at Shepherd, you can you can find us on our website shepnaz.org. You can go to our social media pages. You can find out more about the app. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know what, what you think. If you have any questions, um, get a hold of us at podcast.shepnaz.org. For Pastor Rob, I'm Joey. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.